the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. got stuff to talk about on a monday yeah i told you that would happen cut the promo i said we'll talk about whatever happens on the weekend guess what a couple things happened over the weekend one happened late thursday and i couldn't get to it on friday so i'll get to it this morning and that is the commission on changing the supreme court came out with some initial uh information uh this is the commission that biden put together and uh, the Democrats thought, oh, all right, we get this, and they'll be saying, yeah, pack the court and everything. The commission said just the opposite. Yes. Just the opposite of what the left was hoping that they would say. And that over the weekend, oh, they were complaining and, and just upset about all of it. And I sat in my living room chair watching the talking heads and chuckled. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, sometimes if you try to push the pendulum too far, it causes an opposite. And that's what they're to doing. Go the other, to go the other direction. And probably, sound like somebody on this commission probably had enough common sense that let's keep turning up the heat on this frog. But if we flash it all at once, then uh, there will be pushback and we may lose what we have in the upcoming election. Well, you know, they're, they're, well, here's the key. But the, the big thing that they're having a hard time understanding right now. It's only the Supreme Court that has saved us from the left thus far. Yes. I mean, they've gotten involved a couple of times, and they have, you know, they've pulled our fat out of the fire a couple of times. Yeah. And I'm just telling you, uh, the American people are paying attention to that. Well, well it, Donald it, Trump, you can thank Donald Trump for that. For where would we be? Oh, he got three lost, picks. If he'd lost his election and those three picks would have came from the other side, where would we be today? Hillary Clinton. Can you imagine if she made those picks? Our country. Where would we be? Well, I can tell you this. The guy who's sitting on in the DOJ right now is the AG. He'd be a Supreme Court right now. Think about that for a moment. Think about that for a moment. Oh, my God. He would be the conservative one that they Maybe. I don't know. You never know. I don't know. He's pretty far far left. Yeah, well, he's so left. Far left, he's left the ballpark. He's left so I haven't, the ballpark. I haven't, yeah. read, I haven't read the commission report, but what what was their actual reasoning? Was it just basically if you keep packing the what court? What did we say was the was the fallacy of adding more members to the Supreme Court? What would happen? Well, I mean, you, you'll, turn it, you'll, you'll turn it into a legislative body okay. if, you, if you keep growing it. But there was something that we said before that. To get it to be a legislative body, it's got to be what? It's got to be big, right? Right. Well, okay. That's just... So if, let's say the Democrats had wanted to put another four. three members or right. four members on the court. The Republicans come back in a few years. Thank you very and, much. And, and then and then add 
10 more. Yeah. That, and then that's the Democrats exactly come what they back said and was add the 25. And they, then you, and before before long, there's a there's 150 members. They the said Supreme that Court. you could have as many as 35 members of the Supreme Court by by 50. That's ridiculous. By 2050, you think about that. Or more. It will become more political than it already is. Oh my lord! And then they started talking about maybe rotating judges. Yeah. Okay, and then be oh. able to rotate judges. And they said there was a fallacy to that because. Let's say just fire them all. What you would do is you'd have all the you'd have. Let's say you kept nine Supreme Court justices. Mm-hmm. Each one would rotate for like five years, six mm-hmm. years, and then they would go down to lower courts. To the lower courts, and then they could come back again. You know, later. That sounds like Arkansas. You know, it's just a, it becomes a very, kind very political. Well, it becomes huh. totally political then. Well, you know, that's a lot like. But they slipped in on on our term limits for Arkansas. So you can, I believe now you serve 15 years. And before the, you were done after you served 15 years. I think it was 16. Or and then 16. 16. Right. And then you're, you're, you're done, I think. And right. that, now I assume it's 12 and you're off four and you can go back on for another 12. Uh, yeah. Something like that. I mean, it's, it's somewhere around 12 it, it, to 15, but then you come back and I've read it and I don't see where there's a limit the second yeah, so, time you come back. So you, you, you may be right. You take off, you, you be a lobbyist for four years, and then you come back, and then you serve from now on. And it, it may very well be at this point where you can't be an official lobbyist right after you. Um, no, you've got to take so off yeah, for a certain couple. Of years. You got to take two years off. Yeah, right? take two years off. Right. Well, and that's and that's being an official lobbyist. Right. And so well, there's 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 ways of I mean you, you, you can be a fun, uh, unofficial lobbyist sure. as soon as you show up. Oh sure, yeah. No, I mean all. <laughs> I mean you and I do that. You and I go to the Capitol yeah. and we we do um, citizen lobbying, which is different than um, commercial lobbying, where they actually get paid to advocate. Almost like it's almost like being an attorney. You get paid to advocate for somebody else's cause. Oh, and by the way, the other thing that they found a problem is that the Constitution outlines. Oh, the whole thing yeah. about the Supreme oh, the Court. The Constitution's going to get in their way. So the Constitution gets actually, in their way. They're going to yeah. actually care about the Constitution. Yeah, well, time. the left so. doesn't care, but you know, the majority, I will say, up in in Washington, care about the Constitution. Mm-hmm. But they give lip service. The to care. left, the left doesn't care they about it. Use it whenever it's way. convenient. That's for exactly them. They use right. It when it's convenient for them. All and uh, one thing you have to think about when you use a tactic to get what you want in politics is you're approving of it, so the next time the other side comes in, then they can do the same thing you just did. So sometimes you want to think about what you're doing because you're approving which, of it. Which standard will you use? Yeah, So right. and it seems like there's new standards made all the time, like line item vetoes or whatever you want to come up with. It's just like something we haven't done, but once you get to doing it, you will. It's open. It's free game now. Yeah, well, here's, here's what the committee wrote. They wrote this back in July that a majority believed that 18-year term limits should be applied, with each president getting two seats to fill during a four-year term. And that warrants serious consideration, except that the Supreme, the, uh, the Constitution doesn't say you do it that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that, and they said that's, that's the fly in the ointment, basically. Thank I like goodness. that. Yeah, I, just, I tell you what, reform is a dangerous word. Whenever you hear the word reform, that usually means run. It's somebody's <laughs> about to get beat, and it probably you. Because 
people do not do reform for no reason. So someone comes up and says, we're going to reform this. We're going to prove the language on it. We're just going to update things so it's right. more modern. What that means is we're about to turn everything to our advantage, and we're not telling you why we're doing it, and you better be smart enough to figure it out. Well, here's the other thing yes. that came out of this, all right, that came out of this. Remember that Biden, back in April, put this commission together mm-hmm. to give them recommendations, right? Yeah. Saki just last week changed the wording on that. She said uh, that the commission would provide an assessment, not mm. a recommendation. <laughs> She's always rechanging her language, reimagining. Oh, words have yeah. meaning. Yes. You got that right. Although I, 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 I did quote an author last week. I said, words can be the same. But the definitions can be coming from different dictionaries. <laughs> the definitions is where everything is. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. the reason Republicans are against hate crime legislation. We're against hate crime legislation because what is the definition of a hate crime? Right. Okay, so let's talk about that's that dangerous. because you and I both talk about this all the time. And does ball. And uh, we haven't talked about it enough to get uh, Simone in. To the, the discussion about hate crime legislation we'll do that in the near future for you so so you can get in on it okay. but here's what the committee uh talked about uh they were talking about the, the the commission said term limits would destabilize the court pointing to the possibility that they could lead to more frequent doctrinal shifts or even cycles in which major precedents are discarded only to be reinstated later i mean look at what kind of government we got right now you had trump come in and he puts in all kinds of rules and regulations by executive order he loses the election he's out biden's in what's the first thing that biden does by executive order goes and throws out everything that trump did what did trump do he came in and threw out everything obama had done that's not the way to run a government laws shouldn't be so fluid they they should be pretty solid it should be hard to change them yeah it should be slow it should be it shouldn't be something that you every four years you get massive change in law yeah it's it's just bizarre that's what's been going on and and the sad thing is it's just the pendulum swings to mm-hmm. it, like full kilter instead of just slowly. It's well, exactly. it, it's, it's, it's rough on and business. The, you, you, it's you can't you can't you can't predict what's going to happen in the future. The sad thing is, is you get more government because oh, Trump did not get rid of everything Obama did. We still have Obamacare full and well. Our insurance still costs a hundred percent more than it did before obama Yours was elected only 100 so, percent more yeah only 100 percent. yeah yeah i don't know i haven't looked lately but it's at least 100 yeah, percent more mine. because everybody that's working is paying for everybody's insurance that's not working if you can't mm. figure it out did so. you hear what they're doing in california did you hear the bill they passed oh I, nothing surprises me you can me. put your put your parents on your health insurance <laughs> I thought you was going to put say your, your parents dog. on your health insurance. <laughs> so you can count and, your and why do they want to do that? I want everybody thinking. Why they want everybody on government one party? Well, well you can't. It's a way to get them off of government because, assistance. as far as illegal immigration, an illegal immigrant can't have 
government insurance. So if you can't get government insurance, what's the best thing to do? Make it so they can get on your insurance. Wow. They're, they're, they're just well, closing uh, the borders in. And, and I'm okay with that if the private employers are okay with that. But if you're going to mandate it, that's a problem. Well, well, what do you think? Oh, wait. Let me just ask Paul. It's in California. It's probably a mandate. Thank you. That's exactly what it will be. Right. It's it, a it, law. Right, yeah. It's what they want to pass. Yeah. We're on our way to a one-payer system. Uh, Arkansas signed up. You know, the Republicans of Arkansas signed up to 138% of poverty level for all the free money it got. Now they're going to lower the age of of what you can get on Medicare for. They're going to lower age. So they're just closing the borders in on private insurance and it's already a hundred percent higher and you add all these other people and it's going to get higher and higher until we're getting there closing in on us that's mine's, mine's exactly what they've been wanting yeah, to do ever since clinton yeah and and man everybody just holding their hand out for the check just give us the check all right we have to take a break got to get free, our first break money. in it is the dave ellswick show welcome on your monday it's a little chilly outside it's about yeah. 45 degrees put a jacket on when you go to work and just carry it home with you when you leave because it's going to get about 75 degrees but blue skies today low humidity it's going to be a typical start to a fall day and i'm not against that i'm all about waiting for the the, you know things to change uh we should be at uh, at full color this weekend if you're going up to northwest arkansas and the leaves go a little leaf peeping if you're wanting to do that uh, if you want to get out of Little Rock because you know that the Razorbacks are coming in to play football this weekend and you don't want to be in all the traffic, that's a nice thing to do. Go on up there and check out the leaves. All right, we got more coming your way here in just a moment. Let me tell you about Hillcrest Jewelry. They're back on with us because they want to remind you, guess what? It's middle of October. What does that mean? Christmas is a lot closer than you want it to be. All right. So now's the time to talk to Eric if you want to do something unique. If you want him to design a ring or some earrings or a bracelet or whatever, Eric can do that for you. But he needs a little bit of time to be able to do it. So you need to get over and talk to him about what you want to do for that, what is it, engagement ring or wedding band or just that special ring that you want to give to your your wife or your your, husband. other or your mistress or whoever it is that the that the ring is for you head over to 3000 cavanaugh in suite e here in little rock it's right on floor one there's only i think there's only one floor i'm not sure if there's two floors in that building but you just go in and see eric he'll open up at 10 a.m today hit the buzzer say hey eric ellswick sent me he'll let you in well another don't tell him that i sent you he might not let you in but anyway, go in and see Eric, and he'll help you out over at Hillcrest Designer Jewelry. Okay, back with you. Going back to this whole thing about the uh, Supreme Court Committee, they wrote in July that a majority believed 18-year term limits, with each president getting two seats to fill during a four-year term, warrant serious consideration until they started reading the Constitution, and they said, oh. Ooh, we got a problem here. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, can't, they, can't do it that way. Uh, the Constitution has pesky, rules about that. Pesky little Constitution. Uh, the committee uh, also said that uh, increasing its size would result in functional drawbacks, especially if the addition of new seats now led to the addition of more seats later, which it would. 
that's exactly what would happen with it. Uh, Biden formed a commission in April, charged the panel with examining various reforms. And uh, the uh, commission has been led by Bob Bauer, a former Obama White House counsel and the top Biden campaign advisor, along with Yale Law Professor Christina Rodriguez, a former Justice Department official in the Office of Legal Counsel. It includes top legal scholars, former federal judges and appellate attorneys who have argued before the court, along with leaders of advocacy groups. Now, remember that they were supposed to be giving recommendations, but Jen Psaki said Thursday the commission would provide an assessment, not a recommendation to the president, with a final report due mid-next month. The White House has said it hasn't had any input into the documents, and Mr. Biden won't comment on the findings until after he receives the final report. Yeah, okay. Okay. So, so anyway. I wonder what uh, her the difference between her definition of recommendation and assessment is. That's yeah, that's they, always a, that. There's always uh, you know problems when you reason. get to that. Four Democratic lawmakers did criticize the report in a statement uh, on late Thursday. Didn't make the news, but now has. Quote: The White House Commission on the Supreme Court draft misses the mark said uh, Senator Edward Markey and House members Gerald Nadler, Hank Johnson, and Mondari Jones. We need more than the commission's report. We must pass legislation to expand the Supreme Court. Commission, we don't need no stinking commission. What are we talking about there? See, they didn't get what they wanted, so now they're saying, let's go just pass. See, a lot of things that the Democrats are saying that they want to do is going to be stopped dead right now when it gets the Supreme Court put up in front of the Supreme Court. They're going to find it unconstitutional. Well, traditionally, the Constit- or the Supreme Court has been kind of their legislative body that allows them to get some of their garbage passed until because, we and, got and, the until chance Donald to put Trump. some people on there. Right, and I think that's part of the issue is that previously they couldn't get the legislature to pass. They couldn't get the legislative body to pass. Congress wouldn't pass it. The states wouldn't pass it, and. But they've 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 figured out ways to get the Supreme Court to rule. Well, this is unconstitutional, or this is requ- you're required to do this. This is it's it's constitutionally required for states to issue marriage licenses to homosexuals. That's patently absurd. However, the Supreme Court did it. That's how, insane. How about the it. definition of a tax or a fee? Well, they haven't even listened to everything from the Supreme Court either. So they, well, they chose well, to ignore a few things the Supreme Court ruled on. Well, I mean, yeah. well they, they've ignored a lot. I mean, I, look, you look at Biden on a couple of issues just recently, uh, one being the moratorium on rent. That's what he said that about. he was going to go in and we're going to look at this from every angle we can, but constitutionally it might be difficult but we'll see if we his words not mine if we can't get around it uh yeah they got around it yeah they they no they haven't but there's a lot yeah they're working they're working trying to work the system they they should have to go back and pay all the the back rent but you have to remember there's a large majority of the democratic party that just wants marxism and they just they're not looking far down the road they want an all-out battle so they're not playing strategically as far as 
I don't know, 20 or 30 years down the road oh, no. what the consequences no, 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 are. No, 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 no. I mean, they're the people that want uh, abortion for any time you want to, and they want a national mandate that applies to all the states. I mean, look, I can take you all the way back to the doors, okay? And this has been the left's rallying cry. We want the world, and we want it now. Now, okay? And it's always been the rallying cry of the left no matter what part of the left it has been whether you know it's been the sds or or whoever it's been they wanted it now and that's been going on since wow we can go all the way back to the the beginning of the 20th century basically they've been pretty good at getting it because the american people don't understand a lot of they don't seem to be able to Put a couple of things together to me. I don't know why it is a problem, but it is a problem. And they're red. What? Look, they're, they're a lot like, was it Elisha that sold his birthright for a bowl of a porridge? Uh, uh, oh, that was um, or Esau. Esau. Yeah, Esau. Well, they're a lot like that. All right, here's the news. Interested in the weather? It's going to be 75 degrees today. It's going to be nice out there, but take a jacket this morning. It's just in the 40s right now. So uh, you know, this is the time of the year where you got you got to like wear two sets of clothes or something. As far as that, but you do that when it's really hot anyway. It's really hot. You show up and then you sweat all day, and then you got to change before you go home. So you know, it's just the way it works. But seventy five is the high day. Blue skies, chance of rain one percent. Going to be a nice. In fact, this whole week looks like it's going to be nice. All right, so Pat Davis wants you to know he knows it's time for people that are going out and getting their health care to do that now. And he wants you to call him before you sign into something that's going to cost you 30 to 50 percent more. If you're a small businessman, you got some people that are on health insurance, uh, your health insurance has popped up by, uh, you know, I don't know, 50, 60 percent. How about saving 30 to 50% then on the health insurance with any provider in the nation and get actual insurance for your people and save yourself some money and save them some money? Call Pat Davis, 501-605-6935, or go online to yourhealthplanman.com. Here's the first way that I'm going to tell you you're going to save money. No copays. You don't have to pay a copay. You just save money. And you could be as high as $100, $125 to a specialist. So uh, go talk to Pat about this and how he gets it done. 501-605-6935. i have Pat on here next week, I think, and uh, talk to him about this a little bit more and let him explain how he does it. All right? It ain't sleight of hand, okay? He does it legally. It works. It does work. All right, so... Former President Trump said something over the weekend that I took exception to. Look, I, I like former President Trump. I mean, you watch this show. Is there any other talk show that you watch that the president, former president, is standing right behind the, the host? <laughs> He's here. He's right here. We got him. We we put him on the on the on the stage. And I want to thank Doyle Webb. Doyle Webb brought him in to me uh, right after he was elected. He brought me the life-size Trump in him. 
He's going to stay there. He brought him to Arkansas as soon as he, yes, he did. Yes, he did. First time. We were the first place That's right. where Trump showed up. Uh, Reagan's going to be back up there again because we're getting into the election. So we start talking about voting for conservatives. Coming up in the next hour, Doyle's going to be here. And uh, starting this week, we'll start having you know people who are running for office in for an hour from seven to eight o'clock and we'll be asking them a lot of questions a lot of questions you're going to hear state uh, people running for state senate people running for the state uh, you know uh, house you're going to hear from people hopefully running for governor i want to get sarah on we're working on that see if we can get her to come on and sit down and talk with us i don't know why she hasn't i guess she thinks it's like preaching to the choir but still makes sense that if you're the choir director that you come and talk to the choir leslie's been on the show yeah leslie's been here and she'll be on again i mean they've already talked to me about that so we'll be having a lot of different people on get you to let you hear them and then because the primary is not that far away is what may next year are we in may this next year since it's an off-year election it's may it's march if it's a i'll ask doyle he'll tell us he still knows all that stuff, so we'll ask him about all that uh, when he comes on in the next uh, next hour. But we're going to have a lot of politicians on. Doyle Webb's next. Of course, he's running for lieutenant governor in the next elections coming up. But here's what former President Trump said. He said that if uh, they don't change the electro- electoral uh, process across the uh, United States, and let, let's face it, it's it's being changed in conservative states all right it's being changed i mean it's changed here in in arkansas they've tightened it up i mean mark lowry got some things tightened up that we needed tightened up during the the last session like you gotta be you have to show an id now to be able to vote you can't just give them your your name and say i really am that person and get a provisional ballot anymore that's out the window guess what they found out people were still cheating so uh you got to show your you got to show your id but that's one of the things and there's some other things that have happened and it was predicated because of some of the stuff that happened in pulaski county yes so the democrat state's going to require people to show um vaccination id i probably (laughs) wouldn't surprise me or they won't let you vote how's that one uh so anyway how about get a donor yeah may be exactly what a a vaccine donor well well no there's there's been there's been an instance in Colorado where a person did not get a organ do- donated and did not have that. a surgery because he didn't have his card. Well, yeah. and the person giving the organ didn't have the vaccine either. Oh, is that right? Yeah, neither one of them that I that the story I heard was neither right. one of them had the vaccine, so they're not they're going to let someone die yep. over that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Well, here yeah. here's the key. All right, but what I wanted to get either. to the former president said then don't vote in 22 and 24. Now, I like Donald Trump, but sometimes he shoots from the hip. Way be, he well, put, how, how's he going to say, put your, put your mind in gear? Or, uh, <laughs> he puts his mouth in gear. He, puts, he his puts his mouth his, in gear before he puts his, gets, his, gets thinking going. about what he's doing. What was, his, what was the context of that? What was, he, what was his point? They were asking him about uh, the last election, and, you know, he's, he's bound and determined that he – 
he won the election but lost it because of the way they tabulated the votes. So he's just telling people don't vote. No, I'm just telling you right now, don't listen to Donald Trump on this one. <laughs> All right, I'm if if you if you're going to change your channel on your radio right now, I'm sorry, but that's the wrong thing to say. I mean, what what is okay? If you don't vote, what do you do? What, well, what do you? Yeah, I mean, what's the RD was exactly right during the break when he said it was like what? It's just like waving a white flag and surrendering and giving your enemy your gun and it's still loaded and you cocked it <laughs> and you put it against your head. And you took your finger off the trigger and put it on the the other guy's well, I mean, hand it, in it. it, it, it yeah, if, your... if he had if he had given an alternative solution, like if he also said, well, it, it would it would make more sense if he just said, well, stop voting and stop paying taxes. Not that, right. not that I'm saying we should do that, but I, I'm just saying that would have made more sense because that would have actually made a, a huge impact on things. But if you just stop voting. What, 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 what is the point? I mean, what, what are you? What are you? What, I'm sure, what are you doing? I thought, I'm sure what he's doing is like, hey, if they don't do this, then you, then, then you're going to have to do this. It's trying to threaten people and say something drastic to try to get them fired up to go do something about it. I mean, I'm but so, don't but, even, but don't even say it. Because yeah, some I'm people hoping it's hyperbole. It, all yeah, right, some people will take it literally, and the press yeah. takes everything literally. So, that so that's why the, the yeah. that's why. You know, sometimes Donald Trump hands things to the press on a platter to be used against him sometimes because they're going to take everything out of context. Like but you, well, we don't want him even saying that anyway because if we lose the midterms next time, oh, then uh, no then they're, it's just going to be running well, wild it, up there it, in it, Washington and all this. You'll have to have a card. It could be a nationwide thing that you'd have to have a card to get into a restaurant to eat. And then yeah. we'll see if our elected officials we what might our have freedoms to sew, worth. We might are. have to so. sue sew a pink star. Get a brand mm. on our yeah, that's right. Brand. On our shirts and stuff. I'm just saying. I mean, abortion laws. What would happen to abortion laws? Oh, if, Lord, if we lose well, we know what would happen. We've seen. We've seen. This well, party, the Democrat Party, says abortion should be legal from conception. Right. And, and, when the and, kid's head crowns. And, and who knows? Some and of, even, some and of these, sometimes even further. Well, and some of these left-wing nut jobs in some places might even decide, you know what, we're going to limit the number of children you can have, and if you have too many, you're gonna, we're going to make you have abortions. And so that, that's that's conceivable. Well, even. It's conceivable. It happened in China. Yeah. I mean, so that's that's we're talking about these kind of people. Conceivable this, on certain socioeconomic uh class like well, a certain classes and, and they like, might yeah, they, they might let you, they you buy yeah. talking about singer now the lady that got it started that's the reason they that she wanted singer. it that's the reason right. she wanted it some people don't need to multiply you know if you're poor and uneducated and, and can't hold down a job biggest then, racist ever born margaret singer. Yeah. yeah she wouldn't she wouldn't really particular who she was racist yeah, yeah. think about that think about how what uh, planned parenthood has done i mean in new york city there are more black babies that die by abortion than are born alive. Well, the elections would look different right now, wouldn't they? I would think so. Yeah. The elections would look different, but it, it's a sad thing. And it all comes back to me, to the budget, to the state budget. People say, well, why do you bring up the state budget all the time? Because if these crazy things come from Washington, there's going to be some decisions to make in Little Rock. Are you electing people that value our freedom more or do they value 
all the free money we get from Washington Something more. Tied. Who right. are you electing? Okay, well, they were they will get together again in 23. And uh, we'll have a new governor at that time, a conservative. It'll be either uh, Leslie or it'll be Sarah. It's going to be one or the other. And uh, it's just my hope that they'll that Gary Stubblefield and some other people will bring back that sovereignty bill and Amen. get it passed. Amen. I like Stubblefield. Yeah, yeah that yeah. sovereignty bill. Uh, but, well, you know, that was a test right there, and, and we're not there yet. Well, that's because we have a governor who is not even close to being, no. uh, you know, for the sovereignty of our of our nations, I believe. Although, although he he talks, he he talks, but he talks real real he talks mushy. The politician talk. Well, <laughs> he talks yeah. mushy. Yeah, you know, that's the way I can put it. I heard someone say something this weekend. It was pertaining to something else, but said that we don't need people with a jawbone and a wishbone. We need people with a backbone. <laughs> now we need backbone. And, and, and <laughs> I heard that expression. That must be but, something going around. But uh, yeah, we that. we're not there yet, people. We're red, no. but, but we're a, a, a light red, and we're not a dark red yet. But that sovereignty bill was a good bill. Yes, it, it was. Basically, it was said excellent. If the federal government brings something down against our constitutional rights that we will hold the people that we will that, fight against it that we'll hold the people accountable that tries to take our freedom away from us. and that would yeah. be nice but it's just it's just unfortunate that that arkansas doesn't have a whole lot of stomach for um upholding yet. our rights yet yeah but the thing is uh, it's it, yet it, it's, it's it, slowly changing yeah, it is changing it, it, there, was, there was We've some progress some this past legislative office, session i think and it was it was some encouraging progress now we don't have the same kind of intestinal fortitude like we see in missouri sometimes man those people can pass some bills up there that that are really pretty um or florida well, or texas florida. i think they still have missouri still has a problem with their governor but but um that's but the problem with constitution <laughs> right, well, right but that passed the constitution it's, it's like on. we're going to do what we can without messing up our check as long as oh, they don't mess our check up we'll go yeah, right up yeah. to that line yeah, but i can guarantee you right. that's the line they're going well to. yeah we, we can't we can't touch our what, the, whoever butters our bread huh? all right. right butters our rolls <laughs> hold on we got more to talk about but that that's the whole thing about former president trump saying don't vote on the on, in 22 or 24 i'm going to tell you right now you must go to the polls you yes. have to go to the polls uh at least here in arkansas you must go to the polls your vote is being counted all right 12 minutes until seven don't forget about east end towing you know no matter what the situation might be they know what to do and they'll come out and take care of your car not only your car what if you got a car it breaks down on the side of the road and you get a boat on the back of it or you got a trailer on the back of it. What do you do then? Well, you talk to East End Towing. They'll tell you what they can do for you as far as that. I can tell you this. Your car won't end up in an impound lot. You tell them where you want the car and, uh, and the trailer and all that goes to. And they'll make sure that it gets there. You call them at 501-888-8849. Put that in your phone. 501 888 8849. That's East End Towing. All right. So, Artie has been saying something for a half hour now during the show. And he, and he's right. We've said it many a different time here on the, uh, the station, on my show, especially. 
is that when you look at the state's budget, we put together about $5.3 billion for the state. That's taxes and all of that. But the actual state budget is over $35 billion. I bet it's going to be quite a bit higher than that this this year because of all the new COVID funding. No, that's, but yeah, that's it, probably it's, true. It's, but it's, the bottom line is tens of billions of dollars. Our legislators and have have rolled over and have said we won't do this or we won't do that uh, because if we do the government will cut us off right or, or the other thing is they say is well we will do this to you because the government is offering us money now, the federal government right, is offering right, the money and so, 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 they so will what impose. does it mean let me let me give you a, a good example of what that means your school's budget is made up of about 10% federal dollars, about 10%, maybe a little bit more depending on where you're at in the state. And you get that money, and with it comes 90% of the rules and regulations that they tell you that you have to live by, like no prayer. You can't wear a pro-life T-shirt at a school. Uh, we got to teach sex education. We we got to teach not only sex education, but we got to teach you to, to how to have sex if you feel like you're gay. We got to tell you how to have sex if you're bisexual, and and on and on and all of that. You know, no church in school. All of that. If you didn't take the federal money, you would not be beholden to the federal government. If you look at your school, can it get by with 10 to 12% less money? That's, yeah. that's, that's the question. Or are you willing to, you know, be a slave to the federal government? Slave puts, look, slavery's not dead. Oh. It's not dead. Just a different, the plantations moved. Mm-hmm. It's moved from down on the cotton farm to up on in the, in D.C., to the White House and the Capitol. We get a pretty big slush fund as it is here in the state, from what I understand. We got a billion dollars right yeah. now. In, in slush. The, and that's money that is given to us by the federal government. And that's it's not just the state government that has this pile of money. From what I understand, the no, county... it goes the all county, the way down to the, the counties, counties and everybody. The have their own little yeah. slush fund. Well, sure, right they now, want, that's exactly how they work it. You get everybody hooked. When somebody goes out with a drug, they don't just sell it to certain people. They'll sell it to all the people. All the way down the line. When, when it came to the, to the uh, Obamacare or the, the uh, Arkansas don't work bill, <laughs> uh, they sent a letter. There was emails that went out that said that if we do not pass this, there will not be money for schools, there will not be money for county roads, and we won't be able to do this They and do that. that all the time. Look, when I was yeah. trying to get them to cut the the food tax that we were working on, Carl Kimball and some of us got that on the, on the ballot. We just couldn't raise enough money from people to really get it out in front of the people to let them know what it did, and then prior wrote it in such a way the the bill in such a way that you didn't know whether you were voting for it or against it mm-hmm. and and so what was it that the governor was saying at that time and who was the governor at the time huckabee mike huckabee 
and he said that it make us a third world nation basically to cut taxes a yeah bit. i mean i'll never as as long as i live i will never forget going by uh children's hospital and seeing vote against that bill and they had a skull and a crossbones next they've to been it. threatened had they yeah they've been threatened and that's the way they buy votes so. i mean that's just what they were doing and and the governor was saying our schools were going to fall apart and all kinds of stuff it took a democrat to get in for how how they did it i don't know but he got in there bb did and i'll say that's the only good thing that i think that he did because i don't believe the government should take the first bite out of your food dollar no that shouldn't happen and uh yeah it's it but it was a a republican that fought tooth and nail against it but it was about the money it was was about original conversation it was about he knew what would happen yes so here's a question i i somewhere along the line we got to have a serious conversation about all of these programs that we have what can we do without i, I mean oh, look God, there's a lot that of stuff that i don't do have at home because i don't have the money you know to, to be able to do it it's well, called a budget yeah it's <laughs> pri- called priorities what are yeah. your priorities and that's what we need to be asking these people what are your priorities some of them we've already seen them in action so we know what their priorities right. and so, and so, are so i think what's happened is they, we've just got government is bloated now they've got more money for bureaucrats and so you know years ago there were a lot of bad laws in the books but for the most part they weren't enforced and so arkansas was a pretty free state because of that reason i think but now we're getting more and more bureaucrats on board so they can enforce these terrible laws. And so now we're becoming less and less free, I think, not because laws are being passed so much, but because the laws were already on the books. You're and becoming less bureaucrats. free because you've sold your freedom for a bowl of porridge. Bowl yeah. porridge. You're That's hungry sadly. right now, so you're going to sell your freedom so that you can eat something right now and the hell with what's coming in the future. And, and what's, Pink Floyd reference. Man, I have some more. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 uh, please, sir, can I have some more? Can I yeah, have some figgy pudding? Yeah. No, well, you got to think about that. By the way, before we go to break, which is coming up here shortly, you, Simone, have some information. Quickly. Yes, this Saturday, October 23rd, we have the Arkansas Freedom Fest 2021. We have... The uh, Freedom Cruise, come join us at the State Capitol uh, Supreme Court parking lot. Line up from 1130 to 1215. We start at 1230. And we will have a uh, cruise down uh, toward Cemetery Road to Bald Knob, 230 to 530. Celebrate our freedom. Salute our veterans. It honors the 13 fallen heroes. There you go. We got to take a break. Doyle Webb is on his way. To the Dave Ellswick Show. He's next. We'll be back. All right, 
7 o'clock. Time to rock. It's Dave Ellswick's show. RD is here. Simone is here. Paul is here. And then sitting across from me is the former uh, head chairman of the uh, Republican Party of Arkansas. Doyle Webb is here. And I'm Doyle, glad to be it's good here. To, well, it's good to see you here. We RD said during the break that now you're out on the campaign trail. It's Doyle Webb Unchained. <laughs> so you you don't have to be so careful now that you're a candidate and not the chairman of the Republican Party. Well, you know when you and, and you're that's, right. That's a different, when you, when a different you're chairman, kind of careful. When you're chairman, you're speaking for a broad range of people. Right. And uh, when you're a candidate, you can let people see what your heart mm-hmm. is and what you believe. And I was a conservative Republican long. See, before. I've known this for a long time. I, look, let me give you the story about how Doyle Webb and I met each other. I got to be good friends with the lieutenant governor, uh, Wynn Rockefeller. And there was he had a gatekeeper, and his name was Doyle Webb. Mm-hmm. And I got to know Doyle, and Doyle got to know me, and I, and he started talking to me. And I, saw, I sounded different than a lot of the Republicans that were around. And at that time, there weren't a whole lot of them. All six most of them. Yeah, all, most of them were over uh, were Democrats, to be honest with you. And uh, I started uh, a friendship with uh, with Wynn. And I got to tell you, Wynn getting that disease, that blood disease and dying on us, how dare he? Uh, but he did. He, he passed away. And BB got elected governor, set this state back twelve years. Easy, mm-hmm. easy. I, I'm still mad at the Republican Party that they haven't picked up Doyle or not Doyle Webbs, but uh, Win Rockefeller's uh, tax proposals and run with them. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had it all laid out; it was all ready to go, and uh, it's as if he didn't write anything, and that just really pisses me off. Because they've, they've wasted time, and they're still wasting time, to be honest with you. But that's how I've known. So that means I've known Doyle for 20 years almost. Right. Back when we were young guys. Yeah. yeah when, <laughs> when I still had hair. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. Okay. Yeah, when I still had hair. All my hair fell either into my ears, my nose, or on my chin. <laughs> People would have loved Wynn Rockefeller as governor. Oh, my God. He uh, would have been great. But, you know, and he, he, he was a believer in the system. He did not get ahead of Governor Huckabee. Okay? He's a believer in the system. Mm-hmm. But, boy, he had some great views of what government should be or shouldn't be, and uh, we missed a lot. I think, once again, his dad was an agent of change, and he would have been an agent of change. A big agent of That's change. Right. And right. we would this, – this state would have been way down the road with uh, business and things and that he, type he of He told me that he – and this is uh, – maybe uh i don't know how well known this is but he he said i just want to be one term i want to be one term i said well governor never tell anybody that because yeah. then you'll be a lame duck he yeah. said but they may not re- want to reelect me after i after that's I'm right because uh, i'm going to do what's right not what's popular okay and it will have time to play out it will eventually be uh, people will see the benefit of it, but it's one of those things you don't see the benefit of. It, it hurts a little bit while it's coming down. That's right. That's well, right. that's what that's I was right. responding to earlier uh, on the air was that uh, the situation that we have a state at times 
that reacts to government money mm-hmm. and gives up their freedoms. Mm-hmm. See, I don't think Wynn would have ever done that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I uh, heard y'all talking about that a little bit, R.D., and let me give you my thought on that. And of course, remember, I'm running for lieutenant governor. I'm not the governor, okay? But I think that we ought to set up a commission, and, and I'm talking private sector people, to go in and do an audit of every program that sends federal money to Arkansas. Are you are you helping people with money or are you subjecting people? Are you making them subject with it? Okay? And evaluate and decide we want this program or we don't want that program. What are the strings that come with this? And is it making people dependent on government or is it moving people off those roles to become independent so i I would i think and i know we don't like to talk about but i think it'd be good to have one or two three uh private sector individuals that could look at it and say this is good this is not good so can we can we do that let me jump in real quick we have breaking news general colin powell has passed away oh Oh, wow he died from complications to covid Mm. Uh, he was 84 years old and, uh, of course, from Vietnam, where he uh, served, and he became the first black national security advisor during the end of Ronald Reagan's presidency, the youngest and first African-American chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff under President George H.W. Bush. And, uh, of course, his national popularity soared in the aftermath of the U.S.-led coalition victory during the Gulf War. And for a time in the mid-90s, he was considered a leading contender to become the first black president of the United States. So mm-hmm. that's that's a loss for this country. Great patriot. Yes, he was. Yeah. He definitely was that. Okay, you were going to say, Artie? Oh. Well, go ahead. Actually, right. Paul. Okay. Paul so, I'm sorry. So your, your, your commission, your, your idea about the commission. So I think that could be pretty valuable. Are you planning for that to be a government commission or an actual private sector commission? Private sector. So, so, you, so basically, me and R.D. and and Dave and whoever else decide, you know what, we're going to get together and we're going to study these issues and we're going to make a recommendation to I think the legislature. That's right. I think uh, I think that I think that could be pretty. And, and already just mentioned Acre there at UCA. They, they kind of do some, do some of that already, and mm-hmm. I, I think that could be pretty valuable if we'll actually be listened to. Yeah. Well. That depends on the legislature. You're right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I and I don't think government can audit itself. Okay? You're probably right. Okay. Yeah, that's like right. Uh, the people uh, getting the money are not going to say that's kind of like the cheese. You know, that's putting the mice in charge of the cheese. The people that are paying the money in, but there's going to be some decisions to make if the, if the left keeps Washington much longer if we don't take it back, and and uh, we need a path to to being financially independent and that would be a way to start the path but so we need to prepare to if we have to make a decision we know what to do when we have to make it right well we have and should have a part-time legislature and they do not have the time to study and in some cases may not have the the expertise to mm-hmm. study these issues and sometimes you have the dog a dog in the fight and you can't be an independent right, auditor yeah you're 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 um you're compromised because you're just you're, from the um, get go. Right, right. From the get go. Right, yeah. Okay. It was all, because the fact is, a lot of these legislators, it's no secret, probably what, 75% of them are self employed? Oh, is that I, fair? I would say that. So, so a lot of them are, they're somewhat independent themselves, and so they're, they're involved in various different businesses. 
And inevitably, somebody's going to have some conflicts of interest just because of the fact that they're businessmen mm-hmm. in many cases. And, mm-hmm. and, it's, and, and that's good. But. I'd like to go back to programs that need to be cut. Um, and one of the things with programs is there needs to be a pathway off those programs because SSI, SSDI, for one thing, if you get off that, uh, from what I understand, it's you'll never get back on it. So people are afraid of losing their health insurance. They're afraid of succeeding to fail, mm-hmm. basically. So there needs to be a pathway, and there is a pathway to work for some people, but there needs to be something out there for them to an incentive to help them get off that and i think a lot of people would take advantage of it i I like to say you have a carrot or you have a two before (laughs) and i would prefer to have a carrot and you know i don't want to throw uh, grandma off the cliff okay i don't think any of us do any republican does but the democrats always try to convince people we're the evil people always throw somebody off the cliff and and, and quality of life and having pride in who you are and your ability to earn and a lot of people would like to have that And, and you know if they weren't afraid of it's like the people who took the extended unemployment you know and rather than going but some of them were sloths you know i mean they just didn't want anything some of them are saying, I'm making more money this way, so my family's better off. So if there was a way to make it, um, there's a lot of people I know that I, that are on SSI that I, I actually do know quite a few, and they would like to be off of it and have that dignity, and I think it would it would enhance their life. It would enhance Arkansas if there was a, a pathway to get off of it. Yeah, and I have losing. a very good friend I started in the first grade with that said, Doyle, I can work some, but if I work and I earn X, I'm off the SSI and off my, I can't afford my medical. I can't mm-hmm. afford my pharmaceuticals, okay? And uh, so there's got to be a way to help people like that, okay? And, All right. And federal strings keep that from happening. Yes, okay? they do. Okay. Let's hold our thoughts and come back, and we'll continue. Doyle Webb is our guest. Of course, he was the chairman of the uh, Arkansas Republican Party. He is running now for uh, lieutenant governor. Uh, I got some questions for him about the position of lieutenant governor and how important that is. A lot of people think it's not important. There are some things the lieutenant governor does that are very, very important. But we'll get back to talking about that after I tell you about Dustin Turner. Dustin wanted me to talk to you today and tell you that this inventory is still low and it's still a seller's market out there but it's slowly changing so if you want to get involved in selling your home while it's a seller's market now's the time to do it you don't want to wait too long or you might find yourself out in the cold i find that the main thing people ask me when i talk about realtors or any kind of business people is can you trust them they want to know that they're not going to get screwed over that's what typically a consumer wants to know well let me just tell you i trust dustin turner because i'm going to use him i've been getting my house ready because i intend to sell it before the seller's market goes away i want to make maybe an extra twenty thirty thousand dollars while i can uh, that gets important when you're looking at uh, retirement face to face and maybe uh just i don't know two three years down the road but uh, Dustin's a guy you can uh, can trust. I'll tell you, when he came out to my house and sat down with me at the uh, dining room ter- ter- uh, table and 
we looked at each other across the table and talked about a lot of th- things about selling my home. We then got up and walked through the house, and he says, you got to fix that. you got to fix that. you got to do this. you got to do that. And he gave me all the things that I had to do. And then he says, you do that, Dave. We'll come out. We're going to take pictures of your house. And then we're going to put them on the Internet and, and uh, in all kinds of places so that people see your home and they see it on the Internet and they fall in love with it and then they come out and look at it and then they make offers. I mean, that's the bottom line. And this guy gets your, your pictures in front of more people than other realtors can do. So Dustin is the way to go, and you can trust him to do what he says he's going to do. He's with the home team brokered by eXp Realty. He can give you an instant cash offer without the large hidden fees if that is what you would like to do. But here's what you need to do to move forward with him is call him 501-952-2969, or you can Google him at Dustin Turner, the home team, or go online to hometeamsoldit.com. That's hometeamsoldit.com and start packing with Dustin Turner. All right, back with you on the Dave Ellswick Show. And uh, Doyle Webb is here. Doyle, the lieutenant governor position, I mean, a lot of people, I mean, it, it gets a bad rap. I mean, it's worse than vice president which they said was no better than a warm buck, bucket of spit at one time uh yeah you look i mean you look at it's warm yeah and that's kind of the way it was i, I remember when andy mayberry ran for lieutenant governor and he said i'll get rid of it if you elect me right all right i think we need the lieutenant governor uh and not because when the governor gets sick he comes in and, and takes over the office or whatever but for what he does and i think we've seen a little bit of this in the last legislative session with tim griffin uh when they were when they couldn't when they were throwing you know spit wads at each other uh at the capitol he stood up and said look we're going to hear all this stuff so get 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 with it Mm -hmm. that's what the lieutenant governor does i think you have a, a a good feel for how to work with the party members in the, in that situation i appreciate that you know i and to tie back to when rockefeller when rockefeller said that being lieutenant governor was like being a spare tire <laughs> you you're kept dark kept in the dark pumped up and ready to go at a moment's notice okay <laughs> hmm. but uh i appreciate that let me and let me quickly tell you it's a part-time position but i will be a full-time lieutenant governor i don't think that you can do this job that should be done and particularly in these times when the wolf is scratching at the door and some of the pups are already in the house you got to be there that's you're somebody that takes care of people when they come you assign uh bills to committees and a lot of times there's a little bit of footsie with that okay sometimes (laughs) anyway i'll just stay there and and i think my advantage is i haven't been in the fight in the chamber so i'm a if you will a neutral arbiter that has helped these guys and girls uh good and bad get elected okay so i can I, i think there's a lot to be said to work with people behind the scene and say 
you know, everybody, everybody's going to have their say, but we're going to do what Mama said. And when you're talking, you you over here, you don't talk, okay? Because you need to be listening to what this one says. Because, well, you've been a legislator. That's right. I've been in the state senate. I've I've been there without microphones and mm-hmm. and dealing with it. I love the state senate. Okay, I think it is truly a deliberative body where you can get into a little uh, spit fight. Uh, on, on the floor, but it needs to be respectful. And I think our Senate, too, has arrived at uh, where the decision is not made in the back room, okay? I think uh, when I was in the Senate from 95 to 2002, did I ever, very seldom, if ever, saw a decision changed in argument, okay? It was pretty ever. much the Democrats pretty well had it lined out they knew what was going to happen. And it was theater. It was theater. Yeah. And right now, you've got a, a battle royale on the floor. And I think that's good for people to see that. But we need to be respectful of of our brethren and, and move things along in a fair and de- deliberative way. Okay. So you feel that you'll be able to get in oh, there and, and keep the peace kind you of. You know, I, I, have, uh, I have presided over many... A contentious meeting once in a while? Of of course. I've been at the RNC where we've had battles. I was general counsel for the RNC. And a lot of it comes with being respected by the people in the body so that when you say X, X happens. Okay? Uh, And let me say this. I'm not – I'm running for lieutenant governor. I don't plan on campaigning while I'm lieutenant governor for something else. And I'm not running for Mr. Congeniality, okay? Right. All right. So you have to – I'll say this. I'm a little bit Trump, okay? I've got a resume. I've been there. I've enjoyed uh, serving people. I intend to serve people. But people need to – their voice needs to be heard in the halls of government. Okay. Guys, if that answers your question. Yeah, it, it does. That, that answers There's one question. thing well, that I appreciate that Doyle put on, actually on one of his handout cards that happens in the state a lot that no one will ever talk about. And he put it right on his front of his card. It says, I will not campaign on state time. That's right. I will not be out campaigning for an office while the taxpayers are paying my check and I'm supposed to be working for the taxpayers. And I'm just basically applying for my next job. And you're paying me while I'm doing it. I appreciate you putting that well, thank out you. there. Thank you. Thank you. Because yeah. that's a problem. Thank you. Well, and, and I see, you know, having been, I, I, I served in that office with one Rockefeller for over 1,500 days. Okay. And I know that Lieutenant Governor is an office that when you're at the Capitol, you can actually walk in and see the Lieutenant Governor. Okay. You can't walk in and see the governor. You nope. can't walk in and see the attorney general. And that's nothing negative. It's just a different level. But it, it gives people an opportunity for government to hear them and to try and help them. And uh, I tell this crazy story, and you'll laugh at this, but you're, uh, a lady contacted us and said, a nursing home has lost my false teeth, and I don't have money to buy more false teeth. Can you help me, Mr. Lieutenant Governor, find someone to make me a new set of false teeth? Well, by golly, we found someone that made that lady a set of false because she needed awesome. help, and government helped her. And it was through a private charity that, well, that did that. All right, hold your thoughts. Yeah. All right, we got to get to uh, Bill O'Reilly. He's coming up. 
And when we come back, we got another half hour with uh, uh, Doyle Webb. He's running for lieutenant governor. Uh, I I told Seth when he called me about having uh, Doyle on. In fact, I called about having him on. I said, I want him for 60 minutes. Hey, if you're concerned about out-of-control government spending, soaring inflation, political unrest, and a rapid decline in the U.S. dollar, rightly so, because all of those things are going on. And it's why millions of Americans are investing in silver and gold now to protect their nest eggs. Don't let 1970s-style inflation destroy your retirement. Learn how silver and gold could help you protect your assets at IRA, 401k, and hard-earned savings by calling 501-222-3315. The folks at David Lucas Financial work with one of the only regulated and licensed national wholesalers in the country. So you get direct prices from a dealer that you can trust. To learn more about buying silver and gold, call 501 222 3315. Again, that's 501 222 3315. Investment advisory services offered through David Lucas Financial and Arkansas Registered Investment Advisor. If you just joined us in the studio with us today is Doyle Webb. He's running for Lieutenant Governor. Uh, he was the chairman of the uh, Arkansas GOP. He is not that any longer. So uh, as we've been saying on the air, you get to know a little bit more about Doyle for how he feels about things now instead of what the party feels about things. And that's what he had to articulate for how many years? 12 years. 12 years. All right. So a long time he articulated those things. And sometimes what got lost in that is really how conservative doyle webb is i knew how conservative he was and people would complain about this or that and i go you know that's not the way doyle feels about what he's saying he's saying because his job is the chairman of the uh of the party uh, now i do have problems with the the new party chairman because they don't say anything but that that's a little bit of a problem but anyway hope that i hope that will change okay yeah. There you go. Yeah, okay. I hope it had changed hope it as changes. well. That's right. That's right. So. Incidentally, I am chairman emeritus of the Republican Party. No, I like that. And you can call me Emer. Emer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'll, re- I'll remember that. I will I'll tell remember you one that. thing that's similar about the uh, the office that you're running for and the, and the one that you had with the lieutenant governor is – in that position, you make sure that everyone plays by the same rules and people get equal opportunity. People can abuse either one of those two positions to get an agenda done. But I've seen Doyle. He's taught me a lot through the years because <laughs> because I had to play by the rules like everybody else. Doyle had to teach me how to play by the rules and get something done. But I think that you would do a good job like doing that, that and you – Another thing is you don't, you don't need it. You're not looking at it as a career. When I look at the politicians, I say, where does that politician want to be 10 years from now? And a lot of times they will have to do things, you know, to be on the team to get 10 years down the road. You've been 10 years down the road, and I think you're there Thank to you. make a div- difference. And I think you would be fair and make sure everybody played by the same rules. Thank you. Thank you, R.D. Let me say this. I, and I, uh, a matter of fact, I was asked this question yesterday. They said, well, can you work with a woman governor? 
Oh. I said, my gosh, I've been married for 35 years. <laughs> <laughs> and she's the Supreme Court. There you go. There you go. I, you know, I, 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 whether it's Sarah or it's Leslie, uh, I can work with them. They are the leader. My goal is to help them implement their policies and to try and be fair, arbitrary. Okay? Uh, I'm not the leader. Okay, I hope I'm a good advisor. I hope I can sit in with cabinet meetings. I hope that my opinion, like anybody else, is heard and I can bring things to the table. But I I think it's exciting that we'll have a woman Republican governor. Well, you you mentioned this earlier about how Wynne uh, believed in the system. All right. How about Doyle Webb? Let's say you're a lieutenant governor and the governor decides to do something wacky i mean well what do you well my my view would be that uh i will go talk to the governor okay Mm -hmm. i think you you close the door when you surprise an elected official by just shooting from the hip okay you go and you have a very serious talk and you give the facts and hopefully if you're connected connected you can avert that from ever happening in the first place, okay? But you got to be there every day, and you got to be tr- uh, the trusted friend and the trusted advisor. So my goal would always be to try and avert that from ever happening. And uh, but I, I'm going to give you my peace of mind, okay? Now, if it got serious enough, uh, we might have to uh, go public, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, but. Let the, that's the last. Once you go public, that's the last uh, alternative that you have. Okay, that's my view. Yeah, that's okay. final and, and making friends with people is valuable. I mean, I, I, this past legislative session, there was a, one of the legislators. I won't mention his name, but he was he was a legislator that's been there for a little while. But I hadn't really connected with him very much, and so there was an issue that was that I was kind of involved in, and so. I kind of put out some effort and connected with him, mm-hmm. and now we're friends. Mm-hmm. And so he, he listens to what I have to say, and, and we appreciate each other. And that was kind of cool because I, put, I took some effort, mm-hmm. and we we set up a meeting, and we talked, and we like, and so I, I made a connection there. And so now I've got somebody who who listen, mm-hmm. and I think that helps. Mm-hmm. And you know, phone calls to your legislator help help all over the place, but you know, actually connecting with people does help it really does make a difference I think. and i think many times when you connect with them at the capitol they have a hundred people pulling them in different right. directions right if you can connect with your elected representative or with the governor and your lieutenant governor in the times that are calmer mm-hmm. uh, you will become trusted and 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 they will rely mm-hmm. on you sure. in the future well it's and, just like uh, business if you have if you network and basically making relationships and building trust with people you're networking and you do get things get done yeah. in business and that's how business gets done that's how you move forward so i think that's a good quality a good answer and i let me say this I, i'm not a person that likes surprises i'm a decently in an order person okay uh, okay and i can deal with anything but let's do it decently and in order that first let's give 14? people the uh, yeah try it let's give people the opportunity to put in their beliefs because we never know where the wisdom is going to come from and some, in the some, process. some of us have a hard time remembering that because some of us like to like to have our discussions out in public and it doesn't hurt our feelings when we're arguing with, and some but some people they really get their feelings hurt when they're having public discussions and someone 
slaps them down. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of times some of us, it's hard for us to remember what you're saying. I think that's good advice. Yeah. Nice. I, and I'm a believer, uh, and um, Dave knows this, I, I believe if we're gathered together, we're, we're a group, and we have prayer, the Holy Spirit is amongst us. Mm-hmm. And whatever, the, the wisdom may come from the person that's the least thought of, but if we're listening, that wisdom can come out, and that could change the whole group. Yeah, you're right. You know, we we were talking earlier, we brought it up, uh, the Murphy Commission, which I used on my show for years. uh, Stevenson was on quite regularly talking about that. I don't know if he's as involved in politics now as he used to be, but um, I I like that guy a lot. And Greg Greg Kaza. Remember Greg yeah, Kaza. and Greg Kaza. Yep. We had him on uh, all, yep. all the time. He's still around, I understand. I was talking to the guys at Acre, and they said, yeah, Greg's mm-hmm. still doing work. And uh, let me just ask about that, because you, you mentioned about putting commissions together or whatever. Is there any way of putting some a group together that can go in and look at each branch of the government and tell us what programs are working and what programs aren't working? Hmm. Is you that know, possible? I'm, I'm, I'm a believer in possibilities, okay? okay? So I think if you form the group correctly, if you don't form it to come up with a result, okay? You want, uh, an, well, we've seen that happen. Okay, if you, if you form an independent group that uh, has no biases, okay, but has expertise, I think that can be very helpful. And I think I think many times in Arkansas government, and I, it's not the Republicans' fault; it's it's the Democrats. Okay, there were not three equal branches of government. Okay, we have three equal branches of government that should respect each other, and and bring something different to the table. Okay, and uh, so the answer, the short answer is yes. Okay, um, would would those branches uh, respect it? I don't know. I'm sure. I, I, I hate to ever paint anything with a broad brush. I think there's people that do respect, uh, but sometimes there's people that think they know better. So is there – will an independent um, group have access, have enough access? Like right now, mm-hmm. for instance, like one of the one of Alan Clark's big things is having access to the courts, mm-hmm. where some of us are not – we're not allowed to go into the, to the child custody cases or whatever maybe, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, or some of these um, child welfare cases. <clears throat> There's a lot of public in that mm-hmm. for whatever reason they've decided that that they're not entitled to public trials, and so um, how can can we get access or enough access to actually provide some of this accountability and and shine some light on this to give recommendations to um, the various different well cer- certainly now some th- some entities are exempt from FOI. Mm-hmm. but others are not. Right. And uh, the legislature, and I'm shooting from the hip here, mm-hmm. so the legislature might need to open up the FOI. Mm-hmm. Some, uh, the legislature, and once again, I'm going back to the legislature. legislature mm-hmm. sets the rules, right. uh, and they might, uh, th- they would have to look at that, and we would need to look at I mean, that. The reality I is the, le- the legislature should actually be probably the most powerful branch viewed as that, because they, they have... They have impeachment power over the governor and the and the judicial branch. The only people who can take legislators out are legislators. Mm-hmm. Unless over the past crimes, well, over the past years in the state of Arkansas, you have to agree that the governor has a 
uh, unbalanced amount of power in the state of Arkansas. I mean, we've seen it. We've seen it. And, and we have bloated. seen it. Then a lot of times, and I'm not picking on anybody. A lot of times, when you have one person has more ta- power than than the balance, and the, you don't have a balance there, then corporatism can enter in because the focus is more taking care of the people that had can but, affect your future the, the your most and your career the most. And whenever you, you get uh, corporatism going, then those voices that you're listening to is a narrow few. And you can't have a commission that's broad and you can't bring in ideas because if you've been there too long and you have too much power, then you have to go with the people that brought you to the party and that's going to take you to the next one. All right. Let's take a final break, and then we'll be back. Doyle Webb is on uh, the Dave Ellswick Show this morning on for the whole 60 minutes. He's running for lieutenant governor. He's asking for your vote in the upcoming election next year, but in the primary, too, because he has several people that he's running against. And we'll have those people on. We'll get Joseph Woods and others on with us and, and talk to them as well. Don't forget about PI Roofing. They'll take care of your roof for you. And uh, make sure that the water stays outside and doesn't get inside. But to have that happen, you got to have PI Roofing come out and look at your roof. They're going to look for tall, you know, the telltale signs of that, like granular material at the bottom of your of your downspouts, uh, looking for shiny spots as you're standing on the the lawn and looking up at your. Uh, uh, at your roof, that means that that granular material is gone now. And if it's gone, it's uh, making a way for water to get into your home. Before that happens, have PI Roofing come out and look at your roof and tell you what either needs to be done or that you're A-OK. It's PI Roofing, 707-3551 is their number or piroofing.com on the Internet. We only got eight minutes left with uh, Doyle Webb. Phone lines are always open, 823-0965. I guess I should have said that at the beginning of the hour, but 823-0965. Something we talked about in the last hour, I wanted to get your take on it, uh, Doyle, because you're the first uh, state chairman that brought Donald Trump to speak uh, in front of the people here in Arkansas. You brought him in uh, like a couple of days after he came down the escalator basically but he said something over the weekend that really disturbed me when he told republicans to stay away from the the, the, the voting booths on in 22 and in, in, in 24 i didn't hear that out of context i heard it in context and i've got to tell you i wish that he hadn't said it i hope that he'll walk it back what's your thoughts on it oh i agree our power is our vote Our power is the ability to vote. I think that we have learned the lesson of what happened two years ago. And, you know, I highly respect Donald Trump and his presidency. Uh, As you said, I I got a lot of criticism. I always remember (laughs) Reince Priebus calling me, the chairman, and saying, Chairman Doyle Webb, what are you doing bringing in Donald Trump? Mm -hmm. I said, by golly, he can bring a crowd. And we need to hear what he's got to say. He can do but that. Uh, sometimes, uh, sometimes my president uh, speaks before he thinks about that. Okay? That's what I said. Uh, our, our people have got to show up at the poll in numbers 
that show the other side that we're serious about what's going on, that we do not want to be a socialistic nation, that we don't respect Joe Biden and all the the absenteeism. He's an absent president, actually. I'm not sure there's a president there, okay? There's someone that reads... uh, Teleprompter. Uh, yeah, yeah, that can read that, but I'm not sure that he's the president. I, I don't think he was ever this way. I think uh, he's a, a puppet president, okay? And uh, so go vote, go vote, uh, go vote as many times as you can. I saw a bumper sticker up. <laughs> Do it the Democrat way. <laughs> That's right. right. I saw a bumper sticker up in uh, Yale County up at the Turkey Trot, and it said, when I die, don't let me vote Democrat. Okay, yeah, <laughs> That's great. yeah. I agree. So, uh, uh, and I say that facetiously. The uh, people in the cemetery, not if you're from right. Chicago. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but go vote, go vote your vote, and and when you vote, double check your ballot to make sure that you cast the votes in the way that you intended to cast them and check your receipt I, as we were saying before elections have big consequences yeah look at and, the last one and i would like <laughs> to know where we would be right now what we said earlier if hillary clinton would have won the election and had Donald three Trump, uh, and they supreme court the appointments supreme courts that he picked where would we be today amen amen and let me say this i i, I believe that if we'll turn out in numbers we will retake the house and we will send pelosi back to california or or wow. back to hell wherever she came from yeah and that we will take the senate okay yeah. and then if, if we'll just take one of those we will stop this agenda if we can hold it off if we'll take both then we'll be in a good posture when we elect the next republican president uh to have all three branches of government and restore this country. Oh, I, I totally some. agree with you. I, I think that's we need to vote, vote, vote. Uh, I love Donald Trump more than I, I could say, but I think uh, maybe he was speaking hyperbole. <laughs> I hope. Hyperbole, because we have to vote in overwhelming numbers so that they know that, no, we're not going to sit back and, and have this happen again. Right. Well, right. and, and, and be honest... There's a lot of Democrats going to vote against uh, Biden and what he's doing right now. Oh, there's a, uh, if the election were held again today, the the, the results would be entirely different. Um, I would say in the House they'd lose eighty seats. Oh, maybe more. And I think in the Senate, the, we we would have the majority in the Senate. Okay, you know, the, and, you and know, it's the only, only person worse. in the Senate who's in good shape for the Democrats, Mansion. Oh, he may be Cinema. The, it, it gets worse for them every day because the longer they put off this unbelievable, well, they can't get the votes, but the, if they were to pass all of this so-called infrastructure, it just is so much closer to the election, okay? So much, and people don't forget. All right, let me ask you one last question and we'll wrap it up. A lot of people uh, here in Arkansas and across the country don't feel that Republicans have done enough uh, on the national scene i believe that our uh congressmen and senators have done well i think that people don't understand right now in the house there's not much a republican can do pelosi calls all the shots right now they can file as many bills as they want and they sit on their desk they never get brought up to, for a hearing that's right 
So, I mean, what's feasible and what's not feasible, I guess, is what I'm Well, there's I'm nothing you. feasible in the House now. We, we've got to, other than holding the line and convincing the few moderate Democrats that there are to hold the line, okay? And uh, I think that's the key. Uh, she's calling the calendar, whether they're there or not. Uh, they're all on family leave right now, it seems like, because they... The Congress is not in session. It's just show. Other than the January 6th commission who's trying to embarrass the president. Yeah. Let me tell you, I appreciate your having me on. The primary is May 24th. That's it. Thank you. May 24th next year. And uh, if you'd like to support me, it's webforarkansas.com. Just go on there and volunteer. We'd appreciate it. How is uh, the raising of money going? It's going great. Going great. I had the best quarter of any of the candidates this last quarter, and I will continue to do that. I'm also keeping my expenses down at like a good Republican. Yeah, (laughs) Seth told me you're not paying him enough. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Well, I'm I, just kidding. I, yeah, I'm paying him all he's worth. Okay. <laughs> all right. Wraps it up for today. Uh, the women's power panels in tomorrow, and the Bible guys are in tomorrow. I'll talk to you tomorrow, starting at six a.m. And uh, Simone and RD and Paul, thanks for coming in today. And Absolutely. Doyle Webb, thank you very much for joining us today here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Thank you. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.